0: Welcome to Life by Comedian Channel Radio Podcast. It's my esteemed pleasure to have on. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. He's Frank Myers. How are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you doing?
0: Fantastic, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'll tell you what. Literally, we just talked about 30 seconds right before you came on the air. And man, um, you know, you got a you got a new song coming out. If Every Day Could Be Christmas. Um, yeah. This is the notes that I had written down literally on this great, t- great tone sounds like a 45 and i mean that in a in a very complimentary way if anybody out there understands that it, it the clarity the tone it's that old feel good you know sound to it but you know upbeat building uh, an old feel with a contemporary mint aftertone it's almost like a really like i'll say like a good scotch it gives you that whole build up and it has a great oh, man. then it has a great delivery
1: I'm a Scotch man myself. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
0: we'll talk later about that. I'll get you some good stuff.
1: (laughs) Um, But uh,
0: no, really, I really enjoyed it. And and it it gives you that feel of you could be watching an old movie, but at the same time, I I could also see like going to like uh, JFK Center in New York or something and hearing your song playing as people were skating.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Uh, That means a lot to me. You know, when we wrote the song, we wanted to write a new classic Christmas song and you know the song is I don't know it's its quite old it's 15 years or more old and uh, 98 Degrees put it on their Christmas record and Lone Star put it on their Christmas right. record and then I produced a version of it on Richie McDonald's solo Christmas record but no one ever put it out you know everybody just seems to put out the Christmas song and classics like that and uh, this year I just I just love the song and so we wanted to do it um, and make it sound like a new classic. So that's what we were shooting for, and um, I think we hit the mark.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, honestly, I mean, you know, and I know the other versions, you know, and it's been a little bit since I heard them, but I'll tell you, though, I, I like the sound, like I said, and, and you know, and, and I hope you took the 45 sound as as a compliment, because it just... Well, hey, man, I, I am
1: 45, right? <laughs> right on, brother, <laughs> right on, right on, right on. <laughs>
0: You know, so yeah, me too, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, good thing it's a clear sky in Nashville <laughs> for me anyway. Um,
1: Amos, you know, that, that's a great compliment to me.
0: Yeah, it it, it it sounds just really like one of those things you would go out, you pick up the 45, you come on, put it on a record player, and you'd be like, man, this is really cool. And, you know, I don't want to rush Christmas for everybody, but it is, I think we need the upbeat right now.
1: Well, you know, uh, Another reason I wanted to put it out is, is just the message of the song. Yeah, you know, at Christmas time, especially right at Christmas time, people become more charitable. They become more giving. They become more loving, uh, and they have that spirit of of Christmas in their hearts uh, for for various reasons. Obviously, the birth of our Lord, and right. uh, yeah. and then, of course the the Santa Claus factor, and just the whole... You know, I always enjoyed, obviously, receiving gifts at Christmas, especially when I was a kid. But as I got older, I found it more rewarding when I gave something to someone that uh, I knew that they would like or that they wanted, and just to see how happy that made them. And I, you know, if we could, if we could just bottle up that feeling and keep it all year, the world would be a lot better place.
0: Well, I I agree. That's why, I, I, like I said, I don't want to risk the you know rush the actual event of getting to Christmas. But man, I think the message, especially with a couple of these nice cool days we've had in Nashville recently, you yeah. know that that have really really made it feel like we're just transitioning from that 150 degrees we've had for a while to to nice. You know, I think this is a great transition, man. When does it officially come well, out? Well,
1: uh, it actually comes out on the third,
0: October third.
1: Oh, yes, you is... can actually, you can pre-save it now it's on Spotify.
0: Well, I'm so grateful. And then
1: we're also releasing the video. Have, have you seen the video? I
0: have not, I have not. I, I got to listen yeah, to the when you Yeah,
1: when you see the video, it's going to even, you're going to like it even more. Um, I love that. It, it, it's really awesome. And you know, you're talking about not rushing Christmas, and that's not what this song is about. It's right. about, um, it's about caring. That feeling of Christmas year-round, that loving, giving, caring uh, feeling. Um, If if we could all just do that, which I know it's virtually impossible, but if we could, I just don't believe we'd have the problems we have right, right now.
0: I agree. You share that love all year round. It kind of, you know, it it would, it makes things a better place and without a doubt. And that's why I love that, you know, and I think it was a great time to bring it out now as you're breaking into fall with all these beautiful colors and everything else we're just starting to get, I think you really are onto something. And like I said, I mean, uh, the recording of it is fantastic, you know, produced and, you know, and sound and everything. And I love the, just the subtle tones that are there? I mean, you know, I've listened to it twice today and I listened to it uh, a couple times last night.
1: Well, you know, uh, my buddy, Jimmy Nichols and I, who I've worked with, you know, all the time, you know, he's a great studio musician, keyboard player, string uh, arranger. You know, he's played on, you know, so many big records of, uh, Carrie Underwood, Faith Hill, Reba, just, you know, one after the other. And, We've been working together for, you know, probably since the 90s. Uh, I started using him on demos and then I started using him as the band leader on uh, recording sessions that I produced. And uh, and then we just kind of started producing together and just a natural fit. Anyway, we uh, recorded the song at his house and he played uh, piano and we put bass on. There's no guitars on it. I didn't put any guitars on it. And I played um, shaker, tambourine, and uh, bells. And then he did a, a string arrangement on it and then sent that to uh, uh, Kristen. And uh, sh- she did the orchestration. And then went, went, they went to Starstruck with a live string section and put the strings on. And unfortunately, I got COVID and couldn't make the session. <laughs> So uh Jimmy uh FaceTimed me so I could see and be a part of the session. Wow and that was awesome. And um of course we put uh, Chip Davis on backgrounds. I mean there's no one any better than Chip. And uh and then mixed it at Starstruck and um mastered it and here we go. And I did the video. Um a lot of the video were just things, images that we were able to pull off the internet but my portion was done at uh, clear track studio in Clearwater, Florida and Robert's uh, Christmas Wonderland, a 24, I mean, a uh, year round Christmas place down in Clearwater, amazing place.
0: Oh, nice. See, now, now, what were your influences growing up as a kid, man? What did you listen to?
1: I listened to everything. Of course, my father was a big country music fan, and you know he listened to George Jones and Buck Owens and Jim Reeves, and you know, you name it. And uh, and my sister, being seven years older than me, I was into Motown, was into the Supremes and that stuff. And uh, you know, I grew up with that. And of course, uh, you know, I grew up in the late six in the sixties, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember watching the Beatles on Ed Sullivan when I was in first grade. So you know, I got to see and hear a lot of cool stuff. And '60s and '70s uh, were incredible music eras. Yes, sir. Just be- because of the different um, uh, styles that that came out. And you know, back then too, there was there was no Pro Tools, there was no tuning vocals, there was. None of that kind of, no drum machines. You know, you had had to play and you had to be able to sing.
0: What was it like making a a record during, you know, COVID and, you know, and, and all this stuff going on right now that, and also, you know, with you being, you have such an extensive career doing this basically digitally compared to what you grew up on and what you're used to?
1: Well, I mean... Pro Tools, as a, anything, you know, anytime something new comes out, even the internet, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. Yes, sir. There's, there's good because people will take something good and, and and try to do bad things with it. But um, you know, I'm I'm so thankful for Pro Tools. It's just it's just so much faster. Uh, you you know, still use live musicians and everything, but everything is just sped up ten times. And so you don't spend as much time as back in the day when you were just using tape, and if you, <laughs> if you if you wanted to if you wanted to take something from the first course, and I mean you physically had to cut the tape and um, splice it and that kind of thing. So uh, where you know there's just a few clicks on the computer, and it's done.
0: Right, I just literally had a conversation yesterday. An interview, we we're talking about real to real, and I had I had the gentleman on there describe what it was because a lot of people had not a clue.
1: <laughs> you know? I know. I mean, it's so funny, though because you know I wrote you and I for Eddie Rabbit and Crystal Gale.
0: Oh, yes, sir.
1: And uh, my demo, I, I actually sang that on a real to real tape. So, <laughs> so a lot of times when I do it, I said, "Yeah, I, I used to sing my." demo on this thing called a real to real tape I don't know if you know what that is or not but <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me ask you a question on that Frank and I'm gonna stop you there for a minute if you don't mind because because I feel the late great Eddie Rabbit doesn't get mentioned enough in music today and and I've had the wonderful Crystal Gale on but give me a great story about Eddie Rabbit um if you don't mind my friend because I don't I don't yeah. hear him talked about enough in in, in today's music
1: Well, uh, I didn't personally know Eddie Rabbit. I met him once after, after you and I was a hit. And I actually met him because I was playing guitar for Eddie Raven and we opened up for Eddie Rabbit. But, um, so I don't know a lot of stories to tell. Um, other, but I do agree he, he was shunned. And a lot of that had to do with the music he was making because, you know, the people controlling everything at the time were, Hardcore country people, and, uh, you know, they didn't like, uh, you know, country music becoming more pop-sounding and and that kind of thing. I, um, I think
0: just You and I is, by the way, a gorgeous song. And Thank you. And, uh, you know, and, and, and it's funny, because Eddie Rabbit wrote my second favorite Elvis song, which is Kentucky Rain. It's a great song. And, uh, you know, so I just, it's it just, he doesn't get enough press, I think, out there today or enough credit or enough playtime anywhere, and so I just was, just the idea, and, and that song is just absolutely a beautiful song. What was the inspiration well, I gr- that?
1: I agree 100%. Eddie Rabbit was was brilliant, and uh, and had a unique sounding voice, and was a stylist, and the combination of him, and even Stevens, and David Malloy together, writing the songs, and David doing the production, was just magic, and uh, sure. and that's because David wanted to do everything outside the box, you know, he wanted to make, uh, you know, unique sounding, uh, progressive sounding records. And, and they did. And, uh, you know, they're all great friends of mine. I just, as a matter of fact, last weekend did a show in Kansas city with David Malloy and my buddy, Jimmy Nichols and nice. another great songwriter, Danny Wells. But speaking of you and I, uh, Ed, uh, Crystal Gale sang it with me on my, um, uh, acoustic sec- sessions record, which can be found, uh, if people would come follow me on Spotify, I have an acoustic record, a uh, scrapbook, the acoustic sessions, and it's all of my hits with me doing them uh, that I've had over the years. And Crystal Gell sang "You and I" with me.
0: I love that. I'm going to check that out myself. And, I, and if you don't mind, I'll share that later on after I share this interview. I'll share it on sure. this weekend because that would be that,
1: that, that would be, be all, and, and it's really everywhere that did everywhere you can find digital music. So. If you're not on Spotify, and, you know, if you prefer Apple Music, whatever, that's cool. But I would like to ask all the listeners, you can get a Spotify, a free Spotify account. So go try out the free Spotify account and go follow me. Because I need some more followers. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yes, sir, definitely. And we'll share that. And we're on Spotify and we're on all about 20, over 25 major, uh, you know, podcasting platforms and music platforms. So, I mean, you know, our people know all these things. I heard everything as it is. So, you know, and, and it's such a beautiful song. And I, I just, I, I haven't heard it in a little bit. And, and maybe about six months ago, I had it and actually played it on YouTube. So, uh, just to let you know that, that, you know, I, I've heard, not actually about three months ago. So, so I've, I've listened to it recently. And, wow, and, cool. and uh, it's a beautiful song, but getting back to now, you know, you're doing, you know, every day, you know, if every day could be Christmas. Now, what was your inspiration on you doing this now?
1: Well, like I, like I said, I just always loved the song and I just felt like the song has never gotten the attention it deserves. And I'm yeah. just try, trying to bring attention to the song and to the message of the song, especially.
0: Now, did you did you go back and now I'm gonna ask you as a as a as a writer and a, you know and as you put songs together, did you go back and listen to other versions of it? And think, hmm, I'm gonna do it differently, or did you just put the song together yourself?
1: We uh, we just did it ourselves. I mean, I didn't have to listen to the other versions. I I know what they sound like, so I, like I just wanted to do a a simpler, uh, old style a classic sounding Christmas song. See, I think you could use and, and Jimmy actually came up with a new intro.
0: Really? Uh-huh. I love that. I, I think you could put this like if they remade and did a good job of remaking an old Christmas classic, I could see this like as your updated version in a good way. You have know, of, of a good yeah. Christmas movie, you know that kind of thing. I can see it brought out there as making it, a, you know, a little bit contemporary today. Not knocking any of the great classics, you know, because they are great classics of it is, but making it a little bit more today. And it, but it's you know, I think you left the brought the factor in. If you said there's no guitar and everything else, did you do the less is more thing on purpose?
1: Uh, I just didn't. I just felt like it didn't need guitar. I felt like it was more classic sounding with piano, strings, bass. Uh, Oh, we also sent it over to our buddy, Tommy Harden, who put the drums on, but it was just brushes, you know. Right. And um, we just went for a more jazz version, for lack of a better word.
0: Um, I'll I'll tell you what, I could see it lightly in the jazz part, but man, I, I just think this is something that I... I think you have, you could have an instant classic here, man. I mean, really. Well, I, I
1: hope, I hope you're right, I'm, and I'm hoping that some other great artists, uh, that uh, great singers, will will hear it and want to do it, want to cut it on their next on their next Christmas record. Well, how how cool would it be if Tony Bennett heard this, man, and we went in and did it? That would be so awesome.
0: Absolutely, without without a doubt, without a doubt. Tony Bennett's awesome, and I love Tony Bennett. I mean, you know, that's that's you know something like that's cool. But I I really like the version. What do you have coming up, my friend?
1: Well, that's it. I mean, you know, it isn't like I'm making a bunch of records. Although I am doing a classic ballads record. Uh, I'm going to be doing uh, "You and I," uh, "Once Upon a Lifetime." Um, I'm already there. I swear tomorrow the chris young song and i'm doing these with acoustic guitar piano bass proper percussion and live string section so it's like i want to do something like this where i have charts and stuff cuz i'd love to i i would love to go sing with a symphony and, and sing the class those classic ballads with a symphony somewhere you know would well, be cool I like so the, i'm going to make i'm sorry go ahead sir so so it's going to be called frank Meyer's classic ballads and hopefully, I'll be out next year sometime.
0: You'll come back on the push-out, won't you?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Now i will tell you what. You said about a symphony. I would love to hear you do if every day could be Christmas with a symphony.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's why we did it the way we did it. I got no, the no, charge no, I mean
0: for like a video. If you like, if they did like a big production of you and did a TV thing of this, I think
1: that that would be badass. Oh, I'll pay. Count me in. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> Man, out there. Maybe check I, it should, out. I should I should send it to my friend uh, David Foster. Maybe he can help me with that. Right
0: right, yeah, right, right, exactly. I, I just think that the idea is the is pretty as the song is, and like I said, I mean you know, and and I've just really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I don't I don't think I've gotten worked up for you know, I'm a huge Halloween guy. So I normally <laughs> beat up, you know, I'm I can't wait for Halloween kills to come out. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm hanging on the, on the rafters for that. But, I mean, you know, so, you know, I normally have to get through Christmas, uh, Halloween to get to Christmas, you know. and But I, I don't think I've been so worked up to hear a song on the radio, it, you know, a Christmas song on the radio, as listening to the song, man, really.
1: Oh, wow, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I don't know that anybody's going to play it on the radio, but we're well, definitely do. sending it, singing it to them. And if, 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 if some of the music directors and program directors are moved by it like you are, then hopefully they'll... they'll They'll put it in there. I do know that it's going to be on the Spotify uh, Christmas uh, playlist.
0: Love that. That love that. That's And a lot of people, that's what they listen to today, man. You know, radio is kind of, you know, and I, and I love radio more than the next guy, but, you know, you get your, you get your, I'm going to ask you that. What's in your Rolodex of music, man? If, if, if we're if we're going out and we're going to have a cup, throw down a couple of scotches and listen to some great music, what's going to be in your car rolling, man?
1: Oh, wow. That's a tough question because, uh, you know, believe it or not, I, I don't really listen to the radio much anymore. I, I, I listen to a lot of sports and watch sports and talk, uh, that kind of thing. But I, I go for the old stuff. I mean, I go for like the Eagles' greatest hits, the Doobie Brothers' greatest hits. Uh, I love to rock out with that kind of stuff. And, um, I and then you. I also love going back and listening to Beatles, classic Beatles stuff, Beach Boys, Good harmonies, I love good harmonies. Yeah, I'm a like harmony, harmony harmony guy. I really enjoy going to YouTube and listening to the tracks that are just vocals only, like the Beach Boys. Wouldn't it be nice and stuff like oh, that? Yeah. Oh my F- gosh! I sit there and listen to it. it can bring a tear to my eye. Yes, sir. I, I love it so much, and of course, it brings back so many memories. Well, um,
0: and I'm going I'm to say that, Now, I'm going to hit you up with if you indulge me for a minute, my friend. And we're going, we're going, we're going to get down that road. So, if I could put you in a time machine and take you in a way back machine, and you could record with somebody who, you know, has passed on, give me a name or two you would do. Elvis. (laughs) I'm a King fan, so you already got me right there. uh, Elvis,
1: man. Elvis and, um, of course, uh, you know, Don Henley and Glenn Frey, uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon, Smokey Robinson.
0: Uh, Throw me a couple women in there.
1: Golly, Aretha Franklin. Oof, I'm nice. Um, uh, Barbara Streisand. Of course, she hasn't passed on. Right, right. Sorry right. about. Sorry, sorry about that, Barbara. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> of course, Don Henley hadn't either, and neither is Paul McCartney. But, um, I do. You it. know, uh, I. Songs recorded by George Jones, uh, Johnny Cash, and Waylon Jennings, uh, but I never did a project with them, with me singing with them. Uh, right.
0: Now, now, give me somebody today that you would you would say, yeah, man, that'd be great. You know, I don't care what genre of music it is. Give me a couple from you know, a couple gentlemen, a couple ladies today. They'd say, yeah, man, I'd, I'd jump in a minute if they picked up the phone.
1: Well, um, I would say, you know, I, I really like Kenny Chesney's voice. I've never had a Kenny Chesney cut. Uh, it'd be fun to do something with him or Blake. Uh, I like, I really like Luke Combs. I love, I love Carly Pierce. Would love to do something with her. Nice. Um, very cool. That's, that's Gabby cool. Barrett. She's pretty cool. Very cool. Um, I'm not really big into the rappy stuff that they're doing. Right. So that kind of loses me. Just, I was never a rap fan, so that kind of turns me off. But, you know, I'm more of a uh, 80s and 90s country guy. Although I love, you know, the early Johnny Cash. And, I mean, he was... So awesome. Right, yes, sir. Uh, and uh,
0: what about now? Okay, now I'm going I'm to I'm go to the other side of things. So on the other part of it is dinner and dancing or a movie? I'm sorry? Dinner and dancing or a movie? Movie. Nice. Horror or comedy?
1: Ah, it just depends on what mood I'm in. Because <laughs> I like both.
0: Right on right on that, 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 that that's that that's a mood that. thing. Right, yeah, yeah I, I hear you. You got
1: a particular Well truthfully but the other the, the dinner and dancing or a movie is, is a mood thing too. Just you know, you're watching watching a movie is less work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I've never gotten that answer before. I like that one. Good answer, good answer good answer. If I had my family feud button, I'd be pushing it right here. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um that's that's outstanding you have a favorite comedy or or so
1: you know i really used to like those richard pryor and uh what's his name movies uh oh you know they did the frankenstein um Uh, mel brooks no not mel brooks the the actor um Gene
0: Wilder. Oh, Gene Wilder. I, hey, I hey, used
1: hey, to hey. love those Gene Wilder and uh, Richard
0: Pryor movies. Richard.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, and
0: uh, of course,
1: um, like Stir Crazy and all. Jim, those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, if you want to go back there, and then and then like the uh, Jim Carrey stuff, like Liar Liar and all that. Right, right. The Mask. And he's just such a crazy guy, and uh, I like it. you got you got to love gotta, love the. I love back to, school, back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Just watched it
0: two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just watched it two weeks
0: ago. That, that's outstanding. Shakespeare um,
1: for everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said he's going to sit there and do widgets. What's a widget? <laughs> I love that. That's outstanding. Um, and, and, yeah. a, and a top horror movie just because... Oh, no, wait a Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. wait. Okay. Another one, too, that I love is... Uh, I'll go... What is the name of it? Uh... You know uh, who's, uh, in it? who's in it? Uh, I can't think of who's in it, but it's, it's the one where they're, you know, where re- 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 he's acting like he's on a horse and somebody is clicking uh, coconuts together. Uh, blazing saddles? Um, no, not blazing saddles. It's the ones the where the knights that say knee. Um, oh It's of- where, oh, it's just just a flesh room. Three,
0: uh, three amigos.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. I can't think of it because I saw the Broadway version of it in New York.
0: I'm going to get 58 countries throwing rocks at us.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with you so guys? I remember where there they were swords biting and the guy he cut an arm off. Then he cut another arm off. Then he cut legs off. And the guy, said, get back here and fight me. It's just a fresh room. Oh, my
0: gosh, uh, I'm dying. Uh,
1: it's where, it's it's the night. you know they were in their, uh, their armor and all that.
0: Uh, oh my God, uh, crap. I'm, I'm, we're we're sinking here. <laughs> <You're>,
1: <laughs> you gotta know, you gotta know this movie. I, I know
0: it's it, it, it's it's it, I, I can't picture it. I can't picture it.
1: It's classic, but I can't think of the name of it. I guess it's my age. I don't ma- know. Ma- ma- <laughs> too, I'm,
0: I'm with you, brother. I'm with you on that one. Uh, it's early yet somewhere.
1: <laughs> and also, uh, and also the you know the one where. Uh, the band uh, thing that Rob Reiner did you know uh, that's that, that was an awesome one too you know the, the big bass and, and they were walking around in the Coliseum and they kept saying hello Cleveland and they were lost and uh, right 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 I
0: can't I can't think of that one but okay, give me a, give me a favorite horror
1: movie oh uh, I'll tell you one that scared the Christ scared me the most when I was younger was the Exorcist.
0: <laughs> Linda Blair is a friend, and she's a fan of the show, so I dig it. <laughs>
1: so I well, dig. She's, it. She scared the hell out of me, so I'll just say that. <laughs>
0: that. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Now you know we had a little bit of fun there, and I and I okay. And I'm going to give you the last two: Scotch or bourbon.
1: Oh gosh, again, that's a mood thing. I mean, I really like. uh smoky double barrel scotch a really good 12 15 18 year scotch uh and then i like a really good bourbon too man uh i don't know if you ever had pappies or not i have i have but uh it's pretty awesome and 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 the uh the top of the line jim beam version too is really awesome
0: Ooh, i haven't tried
1: that um uh, uh it comes in a wooden crate like that uh, can't think of the name of it,
0: but uh, you're talking to a guy that's got his own barrel, Frank. It's just sitting across oh, yeah. me right now. That I age it, so I'll get you some samples. <laughs> oh, nice! Where are you? I'm a Nashville, brother. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're gonna talk about that. But and I know, and, and let me tell you something. It has been absolutely, you know, a blast having you on. And and I'll tell you and thank you for indulging in in our, in our little bit of funness here that we have. Because we have to keep things light, you know, and and you you just oh, brought sure. a bunch of a bunch of lightness to the table with a fantastic <laughs> song. No, no, and your attitude and everything else, and you're you're a, a wonderful interview. But I mean, uh, but besides all the fun we've having, I mean, you know, it's a great song, you know, and I'm a fan of a lot of your work. Some of this work, honestly, I didn't even know that you had done until I was gone over your bio, and I'm like, man, and then I saw the Eddie Rabbit and the Crystal Gale and. Lone Star and John Michael Montgomery. I mean, you know, your your songs are just. I mean, you're magnificent, man. You know, I, I do just have to true. ask you, as as a songwriter, are you one of these cats that you know you're like a Lionel Richie, we just sit down and lady, or you know, twenty five seconds later you have a song, or do you plan to to sit down and say Tuesday at eight p.m. I'm writing, or eight a.m. or nine p.m. or whatever I'm writing? What's your yeah? Style? I used
1: to do that. Or, no, okay. it used to be an everyday when I very first started writing my first publishing deal was at Tom Collins and, and I would show up and be there from nine to five every day when I was in town. And, um, of course, you know, the time started changing and yes, sir. people then started going at 10 and then they started going at 11 and sometimes they <laughs> go from 11 <laughs> to two. Uh, um, so, but yeah, I mean, we, you, you, you still schedule writing appointments with people. Um, most of the time, but these days, you know, I don't write every day. I don't do that now. And, uh, it's more, it's more of when, when a title or some kind of story hits me, uh, and I, I get the inspiration, you know, cause you know, I, I, I have to give God all the credit for all of my success and my blessings. I could have never done it without, uh, his will and, and giving me the talent and giving me the inspiration. Amen. Because uh, the best songs come when I can sit down and wrap my head around it and I'm inspired by it and and um, a melody comes and a lyric comes simultaneously. Um, those are my best songs. That's You know, my biggest hits have come like that.
0: Yes, sir. Are you playing anywhere uh, in the near future? Are you playing out anywhere?
1: Um, I'm actually in Fort Myers, on staring out at Fort Myers Beach right now, I'm on the beach, (laughs) and I'm doing the Island Hopper Songwriter Festival down here, it's a, basically a uh, 10 day, almost two week thing, it starts, it started last Friday on Captiva Island, and it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday on Captiva, and then this past week was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, downtown. Fort Myers, and then we have this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Fort Myers Beach. So, um, a lot of times I'll do most of the time I've done Captiva and then a few days downtown. Uh, I've only done, this is only the second time I've actually done the beach.
0: Are you uh, But uh, last
1: weekend I told you we were in Kansas City. Yes, sir. I I was in Kansas City the weekend before that I was in Sheridan, Wyoming, and Denver, Colorado. And then um so I think my next gig after this is Chicago, Elmhurst.
0: Were, and is, then, are uh, you home based in are you based in Nashville? Yes. That's what I thought. That's why I thought. Yeah. I mean and, and yeah, I mean, you know, and please, I mean, you know, I'd hope to Christmas time to get you closer to Christmas to have you back on again to push this great song on again. Uh it is you were such a pleasure. Love to. And, uh, you know, where can everybody find you on social media?
1: Um, You know, I'm on Facebook, Frank Myers Music, um, at at Instagram, Frank Myers Music. Uh, Twitter is, uh, my handle is at Toonsmith57, and I have a website, frankmyersmusic.com. But truthfully, you know, uh, the website's cool, and you learn a lot about me there. But I do most of my... Posting on Facebook and Instagram, the social media places. Because I don't think people spend a lot of time at, on websites anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they go there and get the information and move forward. And where, where can I listen to them at or whatever? And you're just giving all those things.
1: But, but you know, uh, please uh, go follow me on Spotify. I really want to build my Spotify crowd up. Uh, and as I said, you can get a free Spotify account. So don't worry about having to pay for it. Uh, of course, I'm on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. And I have a YouTube channel that uh, that I have some videos up on that you can go check me out. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Frank Myers. I think it's just Frank Myers there. And
0: uh, Just do it as we're talking.
1: <laughs> and, and hit the bell. Hit the bell so you're notified when a new video is put up there. You know, last year I put out God's Got This. I don't know if you heard that or not.
0: I have not.
1: Um, yeah, check that video out. Um, I but that, I put that out because I just thought that was a message that, especially during COVID, people needed to hear. And um, But it's a message that I think we need to hear all the time because, uh, you know, the best things happen when you let go of control or trying to control and give it to God and just let him lead you take you where he, he wants to take you just be like a child and um because we're not in control he's in control so uh the sooner you give it to him the better you're gonna be yes sir i, I
0: love that is there now we, we're in 58 countries with active listeners around the world what do you want to say to your fans out there
1: i just want to say god bless you and thank you for uh for liking what I do, I'm 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 glad that my music has touched you and touched your life somehow. Uh, thank you for downloading my music or buying uh, songs that have that have been out that I've that I've written. That because without you, I can't do what I do. And uh, so, you know, I thank God for my talent and the ability to write the songs, and I thank you for supporting that. I love that. Yeah, you know, it has
0: been an awesome, huge pleasure having you on the Lifebox Media Channel, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I encourage everybody go check out, go buy, hit Spotify right now. If every day could be Christmas, when is the video out?
1: We're uh, re- releasing it simultaneously uh, on the 3rd. Uh, like like when when it releases on Spotify, the the, the video is going to come up with it. I think
0: October then, the third. Uh, October the third. Excuse me. They can, October 3rd, and they can can pre-order it right now, right? Correct. Man, again, it's a pleasure. Please don't be a stranger, my friend. It has been a huge pleasure to have you on.
1: Well, it was was my pleasure. It was great talking to you, and uh, maybe we can meet up in Nashville sometime.
0: That's for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Lifebox Media Channel, Frank Myers, October 3rd. If every day could be Christmas, go check it out. Follow us on on Spotify. Check it out when it comes out. Go buy it. It's a fantastic record by Frank Myers. Get it now. Lifebox Media Channel. We are out.